0: A lot of times we have that negative feeling and that cynicism because we're inside ourselves. We're feeling the ego or we're feeling, feeling whatever it is that, that is causing us to, uh, um, to feel that negativity, but we're not externally focused on how we can somehow solve these problems or give the pro the, the way to solve negativity is to serve other people is, is to serve it without expecting anything in return. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flow Over Fear podcast, where it is our mission to help you to rise above fear and realize your ultimate potential in leadership and life. I'm your host, Adam Hill, and it is my goal to share with you the human side of high performance. My guests share their experience with fear, anxiety, struggle, challenge, and most importantly, despite all of it, how they rose above it to achieve incredible results. So if you're ready to rise up, let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome to flow over fear and three things. And today I want to, I want to talk about some ideas on how to foster a positive attitude. Now this has been coming up a little bit more and more for me today or, or recently because I've been reading a new book that is just amazing. It's not a new book. I'm sorry. This, this book is at least three decades old, but it is so, so powerful. But it's, and it's one that I've, I've heard from many other achievers. It's called the artist's way by Julia Cameron. And, um, and I've heard this on a lot of different podcasts like Tim Ferriss and, and, uh, and many others that have, have presented this and, and talked about it. And I was even talking to some other go abundance guys about, uh, about the artist's way. And, um, and it, it's a neat book. And the reason I part of the reason I like it is because it's, it's framed out like a 12 step program. It's uh, and so, you know, coming as an alcoholic, I tend to be drawn to 12 step programs. And this is ultimately for the, the, uh, the recovering creative, um, finding a spiritual path to higher creativity. And I always avoided reading this book because I was thinking, well, it's for painters or career musicians or things like that. Not for people like me who are running a business or doing a podcast, things like that. But the truth is, is that, you know, when I heard about how people are applying this to their lives, it's, it's really a book about opening up and it just, it it is a personal development book that, that helps us to open up using our creativity as a tool to, to, to do just that. And You know, one of the things that has been opening up for me is how to foster positive attitude and, um, and how to, how to bring that about. Um, because one of the problems is that as human beings, we have a negativity bias as human beings, we are drawn more closely or more intently to the negative, or we are, we tend to magnify negative things in our minds and and minimize the positive. This is why things like the news are so and 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 politics and and uh, advertising are so focused on negativity. I recently interviewed a person with a that uh, named Tim Ash, who whose episode is coming out soon, who talked about this negativity bias, and it it got me thinking a lot about it because that that negativity bias, you know, can be self fulfilling, you know. When, when uh you know evolutionarily speaking you know we had this bias as something of a defense mechanism to make sure that we were protected you know and incited fear or incited danger and and so we we assumed the worst so that we could stay safe so to speak um but in today's world it it even though it serves us in maybe those rare occasions more often than not it's not serving us anymore that, to that degree um, because we 're seeing it more often we 're being over stimulated by it we 're seeing it in the news we 're seeing it in our uh in our political campaigns we're we 're reading about it and worse than that we 're craving it because we have a bias toward it as human beings we 're looking for it when we when we look at the ideas on on you know on on whether or not we should trust somebody or not our i our our default is to the side of cynicism where we just feel like people might not be, you know, um, out for their out for the best interest of the world as a whole. And and the the pain that comes from that is that we miss the opportunity to experience joy because we're so immersed in this negativity. And we are we also miss opportunities for self-improvement. They, we just don't see them. Because we don't open ourselves up for luck. If we're constantly looking out for the worst possible occurrences or the negativity, we're not looking at the opportunity for positive to occur, for that luck to occur. It just it, it just doesn't happen. So we miss the opportunities. It's kind of like when we hear in the mainstream, we miss every opportunity that we don't take. Well, we're not taking opportunities because we're so focused on the negative. So it is up to us, each of us, to foster that positive attitude. And this isn't just about thinking positive and blah, blah, blah. You know, think positive and I'm going to motivate you and blah, blah, blah. That lasts a minute. This is about doing the work to make sure that you're fostering that positive attitude. Because quite frankly, it's easy to maintain the negative attitude. That's the default. It's easy to be a cynic in this world. And and say that eh, everybody's out for themselves or the worst case scenario is always going to happen and blah, blah, blah. Because the reason that, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, the reason it's easy to be cynic, the me- reason it's lazy to be a cynic is because either you are, uh, either you're right and you get to feel good about yourself for being right, even though the, the, the result is pretty shitty or you're wrong and you're pleasantly surprised. So congratulations, you get to you get to win both times. But over the long term, that kind of life is not rewarding. That kind of life of living in that negativity means out that you're missing on all of those opportunities to experience joy, to double down on the positivity, even if it doesn't happen. Because those few moments where it does, uh, where, where where you're right in that 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 thing works out or whatever it may be you know, as long as you're consistent and persistent with it, it's going to work out and you're going to find fulfillment on the other side of it. So that's how you have that. That's, that's why we want to foster a positive attitude. Not because we just, you know, we want to impress our bosses or we want to, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's because it's going to lead to a better life. And this doesn't mean faking it till you make it and that bullshit. Um, you know, faking it till you make it has its place, like, you know, uh, in, in recovery centers when you're feeling absolutely hopeless, but in day to day, you know, when you're just feeling those twinges of, of negativity, no, it requires that you focus intently on what is actually and legitimately positive. And there are things about that, that in this world that are, even if you think that they're not too obsessed with the negative, you've got to focus on the positive. You've got to force it. Because your mind's going to default. So force your mind to think of what is actually positive. And there are things. This is where things like The Artist's Way, which is a great book, talks a lot about these things in some of of the steps it talks through. Um, And also the five-minute journal is really powerful for this because it tells you right in the early morning what to look at, you know, in terms of gratitude. You know, think of what is making you grateful. It could just be a small thing. But here's, so here are the three things I want to talk about today to help you to foster that positive attitude. And um, the first one is simple and life-changing. And this is, you know, implementing this has absolutely changed my life for the better. Uh, this this has been a powerful tool to help me out. And it's it's practicing gratitude first thing in the morning, very first thing in the morning. If you've ever, if you've listened to the show enough times, you know that I experience uh, significant morning anxiety a lot of times. I wake up, and my default is is I feel anxious. I do, and um, and that's just kind of how it feels when I wake up because there's you know a lot going on for me. Would that happen if I really really you know took the time, stepped away from work, lived a Zen lifestyle, and did all of that? Of course, maybe it would it would it would minimize, but. As it is now, um, you know, taking care of a family, doing a lot of the living of an actual human being life, I experience anxiety. And I'd imagine some of you do too. And the way that I treat that, I have to take a lot. I have to take my medicine in the morning. Um, and that requires that I, I I practice the gratitude every day. And by the way, this is good medicine. This tastes good. It's, it's the delicious cherry flavored, you know, uh, Flintstones vitamin style, not the gross... Uh, NyQuil flavor. Um, not that, not that I'm 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 putting down or 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 uh, uh, advertising for either of those two companies. But it it requires that the first thing in the morning that that beautiful, wonderful tasting chocolate medicine that we want to take is gratitude. Five minutes in the five minute journal is a great way to do this because the very first three questions are are on that. When you wake up and you open that book are what am I grateful for today? Three things. And they don't have to be giant life-changing things. I'm grateful that I'm a millionaire. I'm grateful that I have a Lamborghini. I'm grateful that I have a trophy something or another. No, they can be small. I mean, they can be those things if you have a Lamborghini. I mean, sure, put it on there. But 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 here's the other part of it is whatever you put on there, It's not just about writing it down and moving on because I found that I did that for months and I was wondering like, why the hell isn't this working? Why, why aren't I feeling more grateful? Why aren't I feeling more gratitude when I'm, when I'm writing down all these things I'm grateful for because I wasn't really internalizing them. I wasn't, I wasn't bringing them in and holding them in my heart. I was just writing them on the page and you know, that's fine when you want to get, when you do want to do a brain dump and take all of the stuff in your head and, throw it out onto a page, but when you're writing down gratitude, you want to sit with it for just a moment. And this is important. Um, I'd actually learned this concept from my coach, Kirk Wyman, who was a, um, um was a, a guest on the show in uh, the first hundred episodes. And he is the coach. He is the, uh, uh, lead, uh, president of, of icon coaching. And he's my coach. And he was talking about how to foster gratitude and what gratitude is. And this was a really, really, like game changing lesson for me that is super super simple he said that when you're thinking about gratitude you know it's it's not just about thinking about it you have to you have to sit with it for 15 to 20 seconds he too uh, kirk was also talking about that negativity bias that we experience that you know because we have that negativity bias we're essentially stacking all of these negative thoughts and all of these negative thoughts and that becomes our default And in order to shift that, in order to to switch the flip, the flip, the switch or flip or switch the flip, we we have to sit with the positive more so that we make those experiences more than the negative. And so that requires something really, really simple. When you think about those three moments of gratitude, those three points of gratitude, really think about it, write it down, And then close your eyes and think about it with a smile on your face for 15 to 20 seconds. That's all it takes. This was a game changer for me. So like thinking about something like, you know what? I woke up, I'm looking out the window today and it is a beautiful day. I write that down. Usually I would just go right past it. But this day, I actually thought about it. I thought about the beautiful day. I... I immersed myself in the beauty of the sunshine shining on my face. I I thought about, you know, how graceful this is that, you know, I didn't have to buy this. I didn't, that this was just given to us by the universe, by God, by whomever, but that this sunshine, this light breeze is so beautiful. There we are. 15, 20 seconds. Perfect. Thought about it right now on to the next one. What is the next piece of gratitude that I had for that day? Oh, I'm grateful that I get to meet with my, good friend today um, for for a coffee or a Zoom meeting or what have you. And I sit with that for a moment. Remember that last time I met with this person? Remember how much fun we have? Remember when I laughed? Remember this, that, and the other thing? Um, You know, in 20 seconds and then that three times, that is enough to change your mood into the positive. And practicing that enough every single day is going to shift your mind into a positive mindset. Now, is it going to is it going to make you superhuman and give you this incredible Iron Man body armor that is going to protect you from all of the shitstorm that's going to face you that day? No, it's not. You're still going to be hit by that 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 shitstorm or whatever it is. But it trains your mind to think that way. It trains your mind to default that way and better deal with those shitstorms. The second thing that can foster a positive attitude, attitude, because that is, that is the part where you're giving to yourself. You know, you're, 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 uh, you're, you're creating that in yourself internally. And the second thing that can help you foster a positive attitude is to give, to get out of yourself. A lot of times we have that negative feeling and that cynicism because we're inside ourselves, we're feeling the ego or we're feeling, feeling whatever it is that, that is causing us to, uh, um, to feel that negativity but we're not externally focused on how we can somehow solve these problems or give the pro the, the way to solve negativity is to serve other people is, is to serve it without expecting anything in return. And, you know, it may sound a little hippie dippy here that, and I, and I understand, but, but this is this is you know scientifically backed that you know when you when you start giving of yourself and serving in a way that is is empowering to you, you genuinely just get happier. You get you become a more joyous person. It doesn't have to be a financial give. It can be a giving of your time. It can be a giving of your. In fact, it's it's probably better that you're giving of your time. It could be a connection you can make from someone to someone else, uh, someone that needs help, somebody that needs a kind ear. It could be just reaching out to a friend via text message or a phone call. You remember those like where you could actually like get on the phone and, uh, and talk with someone. Oh, I know. Weird. Isn't that right? Gen Y. But anyway, that says, this is, this is uh, but if you text someone and just say, Hey, look, you know, I, I, I know you were, um, I just want, I just knew you were looking for support today. I wanted to reach out and let you know I love you. Those kinds of things are how we can give, how we can serve. If you're having a bad attitude that, or, or a negative attitude, that can help you to get out of it. And then the final piece of the puzzle that I want to talk about, the final, then uh, this is certainly not the last thing that can foster a positive attitude, but it is the third thing I want to talk about today. And that is to avoid the news and negative media. I know I am so ill-informed and I am so, you know, uh, so anti, you know, counterculture in terms of, of wanting to avoid being informed. Isn't that what smart people do? Yeah, maybe. I I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, uh, maybe I'm ill-informed by not watching CNN or N- MSNBC or Fox News or whatever, or any of those things, or reading the national media. And this is not in any way getting political. This is just simply stating that by not watching the news, by not absorbing that content, A, I have not been... Uh, I have not been... Uh, uh, Critically less informed than I need to be in what's going on in the world. I am not walking around drooling out of my mouth and uh, with my hair all shabby, wondering why everybody is wearing pants and, and, and why we can't just, you know, um, you know, wander the streets in our underwear. No, that's not the case. I am, I am. Learning just as much as I need to by having the, the conversations that, that are empowering, that are lifting me up, that are, that are, that, that are teaching about, you know, how to exist as a person in the community. These are all skills that we all know well. And when something happens in our world that we need to know about it, trust me, there are so many channels we will find out about it. If, if, if our world is burning down, We will find out about it. We don't need to know what the Kardashians have been doing today to know what is, you know, what is going on stay informed. We don't even know from a political standpoint. We don't need to know all that necessarily. And I understand where this can touch a nerve and and people might say, but I, but I want to make sure that I can argue with the best of them and, and have, have keen debates. Okay. I want to make sure that I vote for the right person. Okay. Fair point. Very fair point and i don't i don't mean to debate this and 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 get um get impassioned about it but we can learn about a lot of that stuff we can learn about the candidates what we want to learn about we can get more objective uh, information by not absorbing that content 24/7 or at all and we can live a much more joyous life we really can um, not immersing in that negativity of of the news is helpful, especially for people um, that that are experiencing a higher level of anxiety in their lives. Um, myself included. It's helped, and and you and people often wonder, well, geez, how do you have time to do all the things that you do? To do triathlon, to do this podcast, to to run a business, to do all that stuff. Well, I mean, because I don't spend hours watching the news or talking about it. I spend time doing life, not watching it. So that that's one of the key areas that can help us foster a positive attitude is to let go of our obsession or need to watch the news or other negative form media that is fueling that content because it is the very reason that they are fueling that content. They know what sells. And because of our negativity bias, that negative news sells and it puts us in a negative mood. It pins us against each other. And it, 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 you can have better conversations and learn a lot more talking one-on-one with an individual that you might not share an opinion with, uh, the same opinion with, but you can still learn a lot from it. And a little bonus on here, um, that of course, uh, I did learn from the artist way just to kind of tie it back to this is Um, I'm going to give a fourth thing that you can use to foster a positive attitude. And this is something that I've been implementing for the last few weeks. And it's been really helpful in my life. And it's called the morning pages I've mentioned. And I mentioned early in this episode that, uh, um, that how you start your morning, you know, starting your morning with gratitude is key, uh, to, to how you're setting your intentions for the day and how you're setting your mood for the day. The morning pages are a very, very simple concept. It's really just taking whatever's in your brain in the morning and dumping it onto a page for three pages, three full, you know, eight by 11 pages, uh, college rule, whatever, but write that out. And you'll find that over time, it's just, it just opens up your creativity. It helps you to, to create some answers. And when you do that, when you do that with positivity, when you write out positive things, and I'm not going to... Say that you shouldn't write out the negative things um, because this is a way of getting all of that out of your head and onto a paper. So if you, when you get it out of your head, you clear the way for actual positivity to enter into. But I would encourage you, at least in that very last page, um, start brain dumping positivity, brain dump ideas, brain dump you know positive things, uh, uh, gratitude, anything that you can of just noting what that is, so that you're you're. You're you're dumping out all of that negativity, and you're putting in there some positive stuff. That's the way you foster a positive attitude. And if you do some of these things, if you're able to um, not just practice that gratitude, uh, you know, three elements of gratitude uh, first thing in the day, but actually immerse yourself in it and and sit with it for fifteen to twenty seconds. Uh, if you give a give of yourself, so get out of, get out of thinking about yourself and start to give and serve in the world. And if you avoid the news and negative media and you practice the art of, of morning pages um, with, with positivity in that last page, you will start to foster a more positive attitude. You will, you will not end the negativity that exists in your life and that then that tries to flood its way in, but you yourself will start to take responsibility for your own attitude and you can make it a positive one. And that can change the world. That can change your world by fostering a positive attitude. So thank you for joining me today. We'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Flow Over Fear podcast. If you're enjoying this show, please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button. I will be so grateful if you do, and I'll look forward to bringing you more value in our next episode. I'll see you then.